Hey, Lexi. Hey, Amy. You know what day it is? It's Wednesday. You ready for the tea, bitch? All the tea, bitch. Because <laughs> who are we? Come on. Confessions of retail. All the tea. Yes. All the tea. And it's season four, bitches. Whoop, whoop. Hey, yo. <laughs> Uno, dos, tres. Uh, episode three. Get it. Uh, uh. Hey, guys. Oh, what's yeah. up? We're here. He uh, said, hey, uh, what's up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just bopping in. Bopping. Bopping. Episode three. Bop, bop. <laughs> the whole bop. Before we get into it, I was at work yesterday and it's on Tuesdays, it's tip day. Okay. So we get our, we get our tips on Tuesdays and somebody came in yesterday to pick up their tips and one of my supervisors was like, what do you need? And she was like, my money. And so I go, it's her money and she needs it now. (laughs) (laughs) And my supervisor goes, well, she better get a hold of J.G. Wentworth. (laughs) 877 cash now. (laughs) That will live in our heads forever. Forever and ever. <laughs> like, I don't associate Viking helmets with Vikings or opera singers. I associate them with J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it's true, though. <laughs> he did something there, old J.G. Whoever wrote that bop for J.G. <laughs> Kudos to you, sir or madam. Because... <laughs> We're all still singing that shit. It's been like forever. Like a decade later, we still got it. (laughs) One lump sum of cash they will bring to you. Oh, get it, JG. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny shit. Tell me you're a millennial without telling me you're a millennial. (laughs) (laughs) I know who to call. Oh shit. That's good stuff. Anyway. Hey! Episode three! (laughs) Hello! Before we get into what we've been up to, are we going to talk about it? Do we want to talk about it? Do we want to talk about the The slap? slap? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was thinking about this too, and like. I do, but I don't want Will after me, so... Will, Look. we love you, okay? <laughs> but you you know that you fucked up. <laughs> I mean, he wrote a public apology, so I feel like he might be aware of his fuck-uppery. <laughs> I'm not saying that Chris Rock hasn't said some shit that he might have deserved to get a slap in the face here or there in his life. <laughs> Look, Will just woke up and chose violence. No, no, he said choose chaos. <laughs> he sure the fuck did choose chaos, dude. <laughs> that was like the irony of it all. Is like before the like 
right after getting ready before they left, he made an Instagram post with him and Jada. And, like, the caption had something to do with choose chaos. <laughs> you know? And he sure fucking did. He you sure know? fucking chose chaos. He said, make a plan, stick to the plan, always the <laughs> And, uh, sorry if that affects anyone's faces in the near future, but... <laughs> Damn. I can't that believe whole that thing. that Madagascar Shark Tale crossover was lit, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were allowed to say explicit language. That was a spicy crossover. I thought they were like PG Ooh. at best. He said, <laughs> "Out your fucking mouth." <laughs> <laughs> And leave it up to the FCC to make sure to cut that fucking audio on in the Amer- in in the United States. They tried, <laughs> yeah, they did. But people from other areas of the world definitely made sure to <laughs> fill us in. Plus, it was kind of obvious, like when you're sitting there reading his lips and it's like dead silent, and you're just like, oh, and you can see him. He's like, fuck. Mouth. He said, I play Frogger too. <laughs> I'm surprised that they didn't try to have like somebody from TBS in there and filling it in, you know, like in fucking, um, what is it? Die Hard or whatever. If you watch, if you watch like Die Hard on TBS and he goes, yippee ki Melon Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been so much better. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine. And I love that it's always like this voice that's slightly different. (laughs) They try their best, man. They're like, we need to find someone that sounds exactly like, or mostly like, Bruce Willis. Come on. (laughs) All right. You see where he says motherfucker? Yeah. We can't. We gotta nix that one. So what do you got for me? <laughs> Melon farmer. I Melon like it. Melon farmer. I like it. It's believable. <laughs> I'll never forget when I seen that. I was like, what? <laughs> you, you're like almost offended by it. You're like, that was so poorly done. I'm angry now. <laughs> uh, but. You know, that's not Will Smith's first time of slapping somebody, like, on TV, like, on the red carpet sort of a thing. That was wild, (laughs) for sure. He slapped somebody else before on the red carpet at a Men in Black, it's like Men in Black 2 or something, 3 maybe. He slapped (laughs) somebody there too, like, he, like, backhanded them. He was like, man, what the fuck's wrong with you? (laughs) So, like... Will, keep your hands in your pockets. Right. You can't just be going hands around slapping bands. people. <laughs> You've done memed yourself again. <laughs> you can't keep choosing violence, buddy. It's going to catch up to you. I'm really, one, shocked and also, like, I'm glad that Chris Rock didn't press charges, but he totally could have. He totally could have. Not only 
was that like, you know, in front of a live audience or whatever, but that was also being broadcast live on national television. So there's millions of witnesses. I was telling my husband, I I told Andy, I was like, why do they even bother trying to keep these things live anymore? Like, they know when you make it live, something fucking crazy is going to happen and you can't, you can't stop it. Like with Ricky Gervais. (laughs) He said, I told him I didn't want to fucking do it. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to make sure that they never invite me back here again. And he went the fuck off. (laughs) He did, dude. He tore into Hollywood. He said, fuck you, pervy perverts. Sorry, I was trying to think of a better alliteration. I couldn't. (laughs) Slap hurt around the world. You know... If it weren't for that slap, I wouldn't have even known that there were an award ceremony going on that night. <laughs> I was I so tuned out that I did not tune in until smack. And then, let me tell you, the one thing that, like, I know it's got to be a weapon of some sort, but I love how quick the memers were with this shit. <laughs> like, there was not five even minutes, a five-minute five minute gap minutes. between... This situation and memes, okay? <laughs> I was like, the internet, it never fails me. <laughs> Dude, the one that took me out, the one that took me out, like, I literally, like, just hopped on my Facebook for something. Because I save, like, recipes and stuff on mine, you know? And yeah. I'm, like, not on here for that. And the first thing I see when I hit the freaking thing and the app opens up is, everybody hates Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) I wasn't trying to be here today. (laughs) I guess they weren't either, but... (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) Cheers. Holy shit. Anyway, so, current events aside, what have you been up to? (laughs) So, you remember how, like, last week I was like, it's exciting, college, boring stuff. Yeah. Still, Still that. Um, (laughs) so I've got, like, everything exactly as it needs to be for college, right? Um, the only thing I'm waiting for now, because it's, like, a community college setting, is I just want to make sure that I don't buy the textbooks until the class is confirmed. Because they drop all the time. So I'm, like, not trying to waste a bunch of fucking money on useless textbooks. And so while I'm in this limbo, waiting for the schedule and whatnot... (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to be here for like four months because I, I guess I was a little too on it with getting ready for school. <laughs> Not that that's a problem. But so I've been building resumes and ugh. <sighs> Different struggle. Equally boring. But yeah. let me tell you, my resume game is on fucking point. Okay. <laughs> and that's when like your tunnel vision comes in handy, you know? Like, ADD and ADHD and stuff, like, it has its downfalls, but when you guys get that tunnel vision and you get fucking concentrated on something, and you're like, it's like 110%, I mean, you get that shit done. Like, I don't have that, and I know that there's also the downsides to it and everything, the spiral, because, like, my husband also, and my oldest, Aurora, for sure, you know, like... They're just, I just watch it. I just watch this chaos and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but when Andy is like, like on that, like every once in a while he'll have these like great days where he is just focused. He is laser the sharp. He is fixated day. And and yep. and he gets so much shit done. <laughs> and I'm I just You're sit like, back. I just sit back and I I'm like, yeah, babe, get it. <laughs> I just let him do it. <laughs> you get that cobweb. <laughs> Other than that, I have been playing the shit out of Super Mario Sunshine. Like, you remember when you were a kid and like your only job was school, and then as soon as school was done, You'd run home and jump on the couch and turn on your favorite show or start playing your favorite video game. So, um, (laughs) it's not exactly like that because I have to work all day and then I have to hunt for jobs and it's really only like the last half hour of my day. But let me tell you, <laughs> I am reverting into that little kid. Every time that GameCube comes on, I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I've been playing Super Mario Sunshine. It's been great. Nice to play a game that's been out for 20 fucking years. Fun fact, next year, that game, if it was a person, could buy alcohol. <laughs> that one like took me out i was like no no <laughs> i was there gandalf i was I there know. when super mario sunshine was released <laughs> and the strength of men failed <laughs> i don't remember what i was talking about at work um like last week it had to do with the 90s i don't remember what it was or anything but like i said something to my coworker. And I looked at her, and I was like, I just realized that, like, most of you guys weren't even around for the 90s. <laughs> That's mind-blowing. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I wasn't born until 2002. <laughs> and like, she She came out the same year as Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I just always have these constant like light bulb moments, just like right. Um, re- these, it's like, just reminding me how epiphanies. old I'm getting every day. I know, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate it. Like I don't mind. I don't feel like I don't I'm feel old, old or I'm like limited in my experience or whatever. Yeah, but at the same time, like. Don't make me realize that that game came out two decades ago. Don't do that to me. That was not no two. De- You're lying. You're a liar. <laughs> like the '90s are just getting further and further away, and you're gonna come into more contact with people that weren't even around then. And I'm just like, uh, that's whatever. <laughs> and then they asked me questions about the 90s because they're like, the 90s seemed like such a cool time. And I was like, the 90s was a trip. I will tell you that. <laughs> the 90s was like yesterday. What do you mean? Was. <laughs> Quit saying it like that. <laughs> okay, so what if it was, we're pushing 30 years? All right, leave me alone. Look, I'm 33. I no, yeah, but you were I'm here. I'm 34. I'm 34. I keep forgetting you how were, old I am. You were here just barely before the 90s, all right? I know. All right? 
Look, my joints have been saying 80 for the last 10 years anyway, so I can't say shit. <laughs> They're like, uh, you're not going to run today. You know how I know? Because pain. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're old. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, So I've just been sifting through the job market. It's a great time. Yay. Waiting for college to start. I really hope I can get a work from home job. And I don't have to worry about dashing again because I don't have anything exciting to report. But let me tell you, it's the same thing it's always been. It's a grind. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know. And <laughs> that's kind of the whole reason that I started, like, working at my job that I have now. <laughs> I was about to just say, like... <laughs> where I was, but then I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> my job from my now job. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> my now job. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, because DoorDash was just getting, it was, it was getting slow. It wasn't making me really much money. So that's why I started working. In the coffee shop. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> so, aside from all the uh, job hunting stuff, which has been fun, let me tell you, I've been living the life over here. <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, speaking of the coffee shop, um, so, I was at work the other day, and I was solo drive through because there have been you know like budget cuts for the end of the quarter or whatever and so we're working with basically like a skeleton crew all day we have the yeah. employees but we can't like we can't have like the full coverage that we would want yet we'll be able to do that soonish Anyway, so, so, I was running the drive-thru by myself. There was a person on bar, and we had a person helping make backups, and then we had our supervisor. That was really all of us in the middle of the day on, like, it was Monday. It was a Monday, yeah, it was just four people on a Monday, like, noon or so, so we're, like, getting ready to go into lunch rush, well, we're in lunch rush. <laughs> and this car like I'm dealing with a car at the window there's no other car behind that but this other car pulls up I hear the ding and I was literally about to be like hi welcome how can I help you and they literally just drove right by they didn't stop they drove right by the speaker. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were so, in a hurry. Yes. So I finish up with the person at the window and the car pulls up. It's a little like S10. And it's this um, guy and his wife in there. They had to have been like 60s, early 70s. Yeah. And he pulls up to the window. Somebody's already at the speaker again. So I put them on hold and I look at him and he 
And he goes, I didn't get my order taken. <laughs> I know. And you just kept driving. I looked at him and I was like, well, you drove right past the speaker. And he... <laughs> like... Right past it. <laughs> Didn't even stop. <laughs> How was I supposed to take your order? <laughs> okay, little little bye. I'll have her turn all the window. That's why they call me the fastest in the West. <laughs> and he goes, he goes. Well, are you going to, can I order here or are you going to make me go back around? Oh, I would have made you go back around, buckaroo. I looked at him and <laughs> just for like for a second, like my face, I, you know me, I can't fucking control my face. I'm just, I just look at him for a second, just like blankly as blank as I can. And I go, sure, let's do it your way. <laughs> <laughs> What can I get you? <laughs> he orders That's his hilarious. he orders his two drinks. I take his money and and I'm like, I'm gonna need you to go sit in that spot over there and we'll bring it to you when it's your turn. <laughs> Good grief. When you have to teach them how to do the thing. <laughs> How to drive through. Didn't think we'd be doing this one today. Here we are. You know, that might be a class at the rec center. <laughs> drive through 101. For real. <laughs> Some of y'all need to learn. Hewing, how to merge. Oh, man, we could make it a whole fucking a whole, course. See, it'd be a whole course. <laughs> drive through etiquette 101. <laughs> First, stopping at the fucking speaker. <laughs> Right. Didn't oh think my that goodness. that would have to be a thing, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Other than that, uh my work is invading my dreams. I like to try oh, no. to <laughs> I like to try and make like new like flavor combinations for different things, whether it be like coffee or like a juice or something you know so um the other night i had a dream about a drink and <laughs> so then i had to go to work the next day and i made it and let me tell you it's it's delicious <laughs> you're like subconscious me has good taste so. <laughs> so anybody that's wondering what my dream drink is to go over to the sirens place <laughs> and you can order a grande iced shaken espresso with blanchats no classic unless you want it to be extra sweet it's no classic two pumps caramel syrup two scoops vanilla bean powder Whatever milk you want. I do non-fat because I'm not big on milk. I don't like milk. I don't like milk alternatives, but a lot of people love the oat milk. I, I just, I don't like oat milk. I don't like any of the alternative milk. I just don't really like milk. <laughs> unless it's like, unless it's in cereal or made into ice cream or whip or something. I'm just not really big on milk. 
I don't know. <laughs> it just never really grew out of that, I guess. <laughs> anyway, so non-fat. And then it's vanilla sweet cream foam on top. And caramel drizzle. And then the mocha cookie crumbles just sprinkled on top. It's so yummy. <laughs> <laughs> So if y'all want to try out Amy's dream drink, there you go. How about it? Yeah. I love blonde espresso because it is lighter in flavor and it's got more caffeine. (laughs) I need to know about the blonde espresso because I didn't even know that was a thing until you told me about it. Blonde espresso, blonde coffee, like... If it's blonde, it's lighter roasted, so it's got a lighter flavor, and it's got more caffeine. The longer the bean roasts, the more caffeine you're cooking out. So dark roast might have a deeper flavor, but it's got less caffeine. Hmm. So, FYI. <laughs> um, other than that, I've been dealing with jury duty. <laughs> Oh, Um, yeah? How did that go? Well, so, they do jury duty a little strange around here. Uh, I mean, I don't really have anything to base it off of, but it seems a little weird for me. So, like, you have a term that you're, you're having to be there for, right? And my term is two months. Like, every Thursday for two months, like, if they need me, I, I'm there. (laughs) um it's been obvious like so i had all of march i didn't get one this week um but starting next week again i have five weeks still (laughs) it's crazy (laughs) but so far i had to show up at the courthouse technically twice but I haven't actually been in court yet. Like, and they pay you for it. They, like, the actual state pays you for jury duty. Weird. So, like, you're getting paid even if you don't go in, you get paid? No, you only get paid if you go in. Oh, so if they don't choose you, you just wasted your time? That kind of No, you're, you're being paid for the entire time that you're there at the courthouse. Like... So the first time that I went, I was there for, you know, so many odd hours, but I didn't actually go into the courtroom. I was just waiting. Um, it, they, For whatever reason, like, the jury only was like 12 or 13 people, but they called in like 50 jurors. And hmm. the, I was Maybe like they the f- don't know the size of the jury that they'll need until like the case happens. I don't know. I, I have I've no never idea. been on jury duty, so I have no idea. But um, so the first time that I actually had to go in, I was there for for some hours. I don't really know, like three, maybe, maybe two and a half. I, <laughs> they stick you in this room, like. <laughs> There was a room upstairs, and then there was, like, technically two rooms downstairs, and I was in, like, the runoff room. There was no TV in there, and it was just a room full of people that are strangers to each other and don't know, you you know, like, so it's, you don't hear, nobody's talking. You hear nothing but the clock ticking on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) So, 
in this room with all these people and this old lady beside me, like she had to be in her 80s. Um, she decided to take up some light reading. <laughs> and she decided to help herself to like all of the they're essentially like encyclopedias in this room and she very specifically chose one that was called um poppers and prostitutes <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, you know, you have rolls off the tongue. <laughs> you have all of these books for you to choose from, and this is the <laughs> one that you chose. And she's like this, she's like got on like this really nice like blazer. She's got her hair up in like the like French twist thing on the back of her head. She's all well put together. She's wearing these like pointy toed penny loafer things with the slight heel on them. <laughs> and i'm like she's fancy fancy <laughs> she's fancy reading pants. about prostitutes reading about for jury duty <laughs> poppers and prostitutes and like and you know it's old because people don't talk about poppers anymore you know <laughs> yeah no kidding p-a-u-p-e-r just in case anybody is confused <laughs> poppers. what's a popper <laughs> anyway so like these encyclopedias haven't been touched in fucking years (laughs) and this old woman chooses this book and just sits there and she's just reading it she's just fucking reading it she literally just opens it up somewhere in the middle of the fucking book and just starts reading it for like half an hour this lady is like reading this book (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and when she goes she decides that she's done she closes it and it just goes like thunk, and like a big old like dust dust plume, cloud yeah. <laughs> like a big old dust cloud i was like this is like a cartoon like what? <laughs> <laughs> and this is just happening here okay <laughs> um so we got the uh the reader lady she was, after she decided that she was done reading that, she got up and she started looking around for different books to read. She was reading up, <laughs> she was reading up on New Mexico law. And uh, she also decided that she was going to read about the human anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> she was keeping herself busy. <laughs> it sounds like it. With some light reading, huh? Light reading, yes. Very light with books that were, <laughs> you know, thick. <laughs> and then there was, was this um, older gentleman that had his cell phone and he got a phone call and his phone wasn't on silent. So it just started blaring like this uh, music from like the good, the bad and the ugly, like Clint Eastwood western music you know <laughs> I, I was telling my husband i was like his song his phone started playing that song i was like you know the song the song that like they're about to go like dual pistols at high noon <laughs> 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 and my husband like just based off of that he went and he he, he youtube searched 
for the good, the bad, and the ugly soundtrack, and he sent me the link for one of the songs, and he was like, this one? And I clicked on it, and by damn, that was the fucking one. I was like, see? (laughs) (laughs) You knew exactly what I was fucking talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, there was this lady that was foreign. She had to have been like... Russian or German or or something, uh, uh, Slovakian maybe, you know, European over there somewhere, and uh, she <laughs> she could barely understand English and she could barely speak it, and she's there for jury duty. <laughs> and, That's wild. And it's just funny because the guy comes in to tell us that, you know, since we're back in this room, more than likely we won't be needed, but we have to stay until they dismiss us, until we're able to leave, which is once, like, the jury is actually chosen. And Hmm. so she's like, so why you waste our time? You know, like, this is costing me money. And, like, he goes, actually, ma'am, you're being paid for your time. And he tells us that we get paid Eleven fifty an hour just for being there for jury duty, <laughs> and you just also to get read about poppers and prostitutes. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got paid to people watch for a little while, and I found it very entertaining. <laughs> but the second time. They called me to tell me that I was still going to have to go because how it is is I'm supposed to call like the night before and they leave a jury message for us to listen to to figure out if we have to go in or not the next morning. Hmm. And I guess for whatever reason, something was down. So they called everybody to tell us that we were going to have to come in. And we I get there that morning and they were like, oh, just kidding. So I took off the whole day. <laughs> You're like for no reason. Cuz I get paid for jury duty, but I don't get paid for not going to jury. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I took the day off of work for jury duty that I was going to get paid for, but they didn't. They were like, "Well, we'll sell we'll send out checks for the 15 minutes." And I was like, "Just save on the fucking postage. You have no reason to right. send me a check from Santa Fe for three dollars. Three dollars. Oh my god! I said, "Well, like we'll pay wasting so much, such so wasteful." That's hilarious. What is they the postage we'll on that? Like, you gotta because you gotta send it from here to Santa Fe. You know, like, and you so you have to wait for it to come from Santa Fe back. And I mean, it's just it's just so silly. <laughs> that sounds incredibly silly. I can't believe they offered to pay you for fifteen minutes of your time. Well, no, they're they like, are. No. Like I was like, no, <laughs> but they're sending them out. <laughs> Thanks. I'll be sure to not spend it all in one place. <laughs> you might have a hard time, maybe. <laughs> Anyway. That's hilarious. So So that's what I've been doing. (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. A little more exciting over here. (laughs) It's it's definitely more exciting over there. I wish my encyclopedias talked about poppers and prostitutes, man. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mine are boring. They're, They're like architecture and, and aardvarks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll fucking <laughs> All right. So now it's time for In the News. Ooh, In the News. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. We interrupt your regularly scheduled tea to bring you only the finest dumpster fire news. Da 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 da. News break. All right. So, Amy, are you ready for my kind of it's it's kind of a wild uh, time over here. Your face says that it might be very uncomfortable, so... (laughs) Uh, By wild, I mean more like feral. Mm. (laughs) Um, Alright, so this one I'm kind of cross-referencing because there's a news article, but I discovered it from a group I'm in on Facebook. It's a uh, DoorDash and other ride-sharing companies group I'm in, right? Okay. And so this person posted... Uh, they said that they had a delivery for two packs of frozen white mice from PetSmart. I delivered the order to a customer that was clearly high. It was a leave-at-my-door order, and just as I sat them down at the door, he came out and almost stepped on the bag. Ugh. I know, right? Uh, I asked him what he was going to feed, and he said an African pit viper. I said, what? I'm sorry? Uh, He confirmed that he had one of the deadliest snakes in the world. Later that day, this was on the news. Oh, no. I'll I'll read the article title in a second, but uh, the last bit he said in a comment, he said, I guess the snake didn't like frozen food. Oh, and he didn't even leave a tip. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for me, the tip is being happily walking away alive still. I don't get why people do that though. Like, why is it always like that redneck ass skeevy stoner in the Midwest that has like 18 fucking snakes and not the income to afford their diet? He's like, man, I just got a new one today. I named him Frankie. Yeah, he's venomous as fuck, but he'll never hurt me. We already bonded. We're life mates. Yeah, we get high together. Yeah. He's my spiritual buddy, actually. <laughs> he sleeps in bed with me. <laughs> oh my god, girl! Like, <laughs> we all have met one. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So now jumping to my news article. <laughs> okay. My article comes from wavy.com. <laughs> that was a bit I forgot there. <laughs> Police race to save man bitten by own pet snake. God <laughs> says it's one of deadliest in the world. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a pretty shocking awe one this Ooh. week, baby. <laughs> I still can't keep up with the the way you decided to. Bust out for season four. 
work. You know, it's poisonous. I feel stuff. like viper bites are pretty pretty serious too. Yep, <laughs> different kind of wilds. <laughs> and this was not in Florida. This was at Virginia Beach in Virginia. Of course, it was Virginia. <laughs> right. It's the most Floridian non-Florida state. <laughs> Anyways, that's funny though. Yours is Virginia. Mine's West Virginia. Oh, we're cousins, buddy. <laughs> Uh, police and health officials in Virginia raced against time to help save the life of a man in Richmond who was bitten by his own pet viper. <laughs> Listed as one of the deadliest snakes in the world. <laughs> Did he die? <laughs> Let's find out. Uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to find out <laughs> right now. <laughs> According to Virginia State Police, they got a call from the Virginia Commonwealth University Police Department. That was a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, requesting the expedited delivery of antivenom treatment from the Virginia Aquarium and Marine Science Center. Police say the man was bitten by his own pet snake overnight. The snake, an African pit viper, also known as a gaboon viper, is listed as one of the top ten deadliest snakes in the world. Mm. Why? I just... If you're gonna pick a danger noodle, why pick the dangeriest of noodles? The dangeriest noodle. Yep, I'm making all the words right now. Why would you do that? Why would you pick that one to put in your house? Because he lives in Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even tip. <laughs> the concern is with these snakes that are not endemic to our area, are not native to our area, is if these patients require treatment with antivenom, is trying to locate the antivenom and then trying to get it to the healthcare facility. Yeah. Said Tasha. You mean they don't just happen to keep African viper antivenom in. That right, like, bum that's... In, in that random hospital in Virginia for the African viper. <laughs> VCU, sorry, uh, Virginia Poison Center Hospital had already given the man antivenom treatment from the Smithsonian National Zoo in D.C. However, officials said they still needed to give him another dose in order to save his life. Oh. Yeah, apparently um, that African pit viper is not your spiritual animal, bro. It's trying to make you a whole snack. Mm. <laughs> I bet he let him sleep in bed with him. Some dumb shit like that. You know it's... <laughs> if it wasn't that stupid, it was just shy of that stupid. <laughs> <sighs> you think he kept the snake? No. He's like, oh, Gus didn't mean it. It was just. I just upset him. I got him the wrong kind of mice. (laughs) He says, "I don't want him frozen. I want him fresh." (laughs) (laughs) A state police sergeant was able to get the antivenom from an employee at the Virginia Aquarium and Marine Science Center, and rushed it from Virginia Beach to Richmond. 
Or sorry, the Virginia Aquarium and Marine Science Center provided 35 doses of antivenom for emergency transport by state police to the VCU Medical Center. Mm. Uh, Mackenzie DiNardo with the aquarium told Wavy TV. She said the Virginia Aquarium keeps antivenom as a safety precaution, which is common practice for zoos and aquariums that care for exotic and non-native species. The treatment was then provided to VCU emergency personnel in a short period of time. Uh, apparently, we still don't know the current condition the man is in. I'm guessing he's still alive. It says there was a similar incident a few weeks ago involving a North Carolina man. <laughs> and a paramedic and doctor had to help save the man's life after he was bitten by a venomous Viper. A viper that can grow East nearly seven feet. Where are these East Coasters getting these fucking venomous vipers at? Bitch, you know it's Craigslist. <laughs> They're like missed encounters. Hey, I saw you with the scales. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, according to the Encyclopedia Britannica, Gaboon Di... Gaboon diapers. I'm done. <laughs> uh, Gaboon vipers can grow to nearly seven feet and weigh up to 18 pounds and are extremely venomous but typically docile. Uh, staff at the Virginia Living Museum in Newport say it is rare to get bitten by a snake in the wild. Leaving one alone when you see it could save you a trip to the hospital. You think? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh look, there's a snake. Let me go fuck with it. No, leave it the fuck alone. You know exactly who those boys are, too. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of snakes that you find, especially in your backyard, in in your crawl space or wherever, even sometimes make their way into people's garages, are completely harmless. The other big thing is that snakes in general by nature, are not aggressive animals. While the African true. pit viper is not native to Virginia, there <laughs> are three native venomous snake species. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> While the African pit viper is not native to Virginia. <laughs> you know, it's sad that it has to be said. It'd be ironic if, like, the African pit viper was from, like, Brazil or some shit. You know? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> uh, the copperhead, timber rattlesnake, and cottonmouth snake. Same Also snake. known as a water moccasin. <laughs> Those are the three that are native to Virginia. Um, although experts say snakes typically avoid people, if you do get bitten, go straight to the hospital. They usually have most antivenoms for snakes found. I love this. I love this so much. If you get bit by a snake, go to the hospital. No! Hold on, hold on. Here, it even goes further. You can Ugh. tell that this was aimed for, for a certain crowd. None of the old wives' tales apply, so do not try to suck the venom out. Don't cut it open. Don't put a tourniquet on it. Especially don't put a tourniquet on it, because basically what you're doing is isolating the toxin. <laughs> uh, exotic pets are allowed in Commonwealth, but owners need a special permit. 
when you have these very dangerous animals that you bring into your house, you're kind of assuming that risk with that, added Jaworski. Before you bring a non-native animal home as a pet, research the basic requirements and make sure you're allowed to have the animal by law in the United States. And not on the article, just personal advice, if you're going to have venomous fucking animals, maybe, you know, get your own anti-venom stock <laughs> supply yeah. and... But I mean, I guess bring it up there, anyways. Be like, man, Jerry was pissed off yesterday. Here's some anti venom just in case, (laughs) right? (laughs) You know what I mean? Something. Fuck. Like if you know (laughs) that you're going to be in possession of like one of the world's deadliest danger noodles, you should probably make (laughs) sure that you have anti venom in your house before the snake. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so that was my article. <laughs> and Basically, what an article that was. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're going to have a poisonous snake, be smart about it. Not a fuck ass. <laughs> uh, yeah. Number one. <laughs> so, funny. Yours is from... Virginia. Mine is from West Virginia. Yours is about a snake. And mine is about something else. (laughs) Ooh, the suspense. (laughs) My article comes from penlive.com, as in Pennsylvania. West Virginia woman claims she found a live mouse in her McDonald's mocha frappe. Live? Live, it says. If you order a mocha frappe from McDonald's, maybe you ask for a little extra caffeine or a little more cream or sweetener. What you would never ask for, not in a million years, is a live mouse to just be tossed in. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But that's exactly what a West Virginia woman is claiming she recently experienced with her order at the popular fast food chain. According to a report in the West Virginia record... Amanda Holstein said she found a live mouse in her mocha frappe ordered from a McDonald's in Sionsville. I'm assuming that's how you say it. That's a lot of S's. (laughs) Nope, I definitely did not say it right. (laughs) Sissonville. I don't know. S I S S Wester Westerfieldton Worcestershire sauce. Exactly. The record said Holstein filed a complaint March eleventh in Kanakwa Circuit Court. Beautifully said. Couldn't have pronounced it better myself. She alleges she ordered two McDoubles, a filet of fish, and a medium mocha frappe in the drive-thru. She said the drink had a lid on it. I'm okay, but side note, like 
I didn't realize that people still ate filet of fish. Yeah, that's a questionable <laughs> morals there, lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said she ate the fish and drank the mocha frappe, placing the cup on her table while she unloaded her groceries. It was then she said that she noticed the straw in her cup was moving. Oh, no. She claims she had not previously removed the lid, but when the straw started moving, well, how do you not look and see what's going on in there? Yeah, I'd want to know. Yeah, like, and I do, I w- but I don't. I would definitely, yeah, exactly, because I just, I drank that. I, I, I've already drank some, so. <laughs> oh. She says that is exactly what she did. Only to find herself staring down a whole live mouse. Yikes. She immediately ran outdoors and began vomiting. Yep. (laughs) Same. She is claiming severe and permanent injuries. I'm sorry. Are you saying PTSD. that you're gonna be yeah, exactly? She's PTSD. gonna have lid-related PTSD forever now. She's never gonna want a lid on anything ever again, and she's definitely never gonna eat at a McDonald's ever again. <laughs> no joke. Uh, mm. Um, she is accusing McDonald's of negligence and breach of warranty, and is seeking compensatory damages for pain and suffering, emotional distress, mental anguish, medical expenses, lost wages, annoyance, inconvenience, and aggravation. And she went down the whole damn checklist. She said, that's applicable. She said, and she said, and y'all annoyed the fuck out of me and your mom's a hoe. <laughs> and your mama. Damn. She is also seeking punitive dan- damages, pre and post judgment interest, court costs, attorney fees, and other relief. I wonder how much she's really trying to get. Sounds like she's trying you to know, get a lot. I know, right? Oh, I I just clicked on another link and there is an update. Ooh. The owner operator of the McDonald's location disputed the allegation. Well, because first of all, like McDonald's as a whole, yeah, that's a corporation, but a lot of the McDonald's restaurants are actually independent franchises. Yep. So, they're not suing McDonald's, they're suing the person that owns it. They can't, yeah. I'm sure that there's like a a wall between McDonald's and the franchise owner or whatever. Yeah. Alright, so, the owner-operator of the McDonald's location disputed the allegations. Serving safe, high-quality food and beverages is my top priority, Greg Mills said in a statement provided by mcdonald's to the west virginia record we investigated this claim 
in 2020 when it was first brought to our attention and did not find any validity. Oh, yeah, I guess this hmm. did happen. I mean, so these are news articles from now, but that's because she's finally just now getting into court. Oh, yeah. This happened in April of 2020. Anyway, all right. Additionally, the health department conducted a review of the restaurant at the time and did not identify any issues in need of correction. Holstein is being represented by somebody in Charleston. The case has been assigned to a circuit judge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's got a case number here. Maybe I'll look it up and see what's going on. <laughs> Not right now, but, you know. <laughs> Anywho, so, yeah. <laughs> Damn. We got some pretty animal-y news articles this week, huh? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Man, that's wild, though. Could you imagine you're just drinking your coffee and uh-uh, right? Well, and frappes aren't even really too a lot of coffee anyway. Like, that's ice cream. That's <laughs> kind of what it is. <laughs> Actually, Wendy's is banking off that right now. Yeah. They have like a frosty frappe thing. Yeah. I tried one. It's not bad. It's exactly what you think it is ice cream coffee like those moulates from uh dairy queen mhm love, love those sons of bitches we don't have dairy queen I here about those <gasps> i got some that you don't they sell <laughs> shitty food so it's not really <laughs> like you remember when dairy queen used to be like the shit and they actually cared about the food menu too it wasn't just the sweets yeah. I don't think they've cared about how good their onion rings are in, like, my lifetime, because <laughs> it's just been a downhill. <laughs> <laughs> and it's expensive. <laughs> so, does that wrap up your news article, then? Yeah, it does. So, is it tea time, Lexi? It's tea time, Amy. Clink! Lexi, remind us what was the theme this week <laughs> i'm like i've been watching too much anime you can tell because i've like immediately got that like super villain arc laugh i'm like, <laughs> like big box retailers <laughs> <laughs> that that was our theme it was just big box <laughs> yeah i've got some pretty uh interesting ones here well, tell us one. All right. So, my first story is titled, Ma'am, I'm 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This story happened some time ago. I was an 11-year-old boy at the time. In my small town, we have a local grocery store. You've probably been there before. Big blue box with lots of aisles <laughs> in it. <laughs> I had gone there multiple times before to get energy drinks and sometimes food. I was there then to get an energy drink, and while in the middle of choosing what drink I wanted, I heard, um, 
in a way that sounded like, I need your attention right now. So I turned around to see a middle-aged woman standing behind me. I say, oh, I'm so sorry. Am I in your way? I thought she wanted a drink, too. Oh, how I was wrong. She then said in a harsh tone, I need help looking for the mouthwash. Since I had only gone there for drinks and food, I didn't know where the mouthwash was. So I said, sorry, ma'am, I don't know where that is. Then in a harsher tone, like right before she was yelling, she said, you should know where the item is if you're going to be working here. I then tried to say, "Uh, ma'am, I don't work. And I was cut off by her ranting about how I should know what my job offered and how the customer was always right. Some people managed to hear the misunderstanding and were now looking our way. I, being a nervous child, did not like the attention. (laughs) Everybody's looking at me. (laughs) Right? Uh, So I grabbed my drink and started walking to the checkout. But no, I I got grabbed by my arm and she says, Where do you think you're going? Excuse the fuck out of you, bitch. (laughs) Sorry. Don't fucking touch people. Don't we know that already? Don't fucking touch people. You know, you should know that. We're we're all still learning, man. But where there's a will, there's a way. (laughs) 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 Oh, goodness. All right. So at this point, I get fed up and shout, Ma'am, I am 11. I'm not even allowed to be working here. And ripped my arm out of hers. And went to the checkout, nearly crying from all the attention. I looked back before paying, and the look on that woman's face was priceless. It was a look of, oh no, I just screamed at a child, and oh shit, I will never forget this. Mm. Good. Shouldn't have been a douchebag to begin with. hope you never go with. grabbing random people again. Like, why Dumbass. is that always the thing? Why are people always just walking up to random people and just assuming that since they're not there with them, that they're just employees? Like, even if you have a likeness, if you don't find a name tag or, like, if you can't figure out that they look exactly like this, ask, hey, do you work here? Exactly. That, don't just automatically the be answer rude right then and there. for no fucking reason. Good grief. Anyways... So yeah, that was my first story, Amy. What's yours? My first story is titled, Cashiers Have No Control Over If the Store Doesn't Have Change. I feel that one. (laughs) You You remember our bank runs? (sighs) You would think that this wouldn't have to be said, but it has to be said. Why does it have to be said? This man came through my drive... I'm not even reading the story yet. This man came through my drive-thru the other day and he ordered $3.16 worth of fucking coffee and he tried to... And he paid with a 50. Why? Because <laughs> they think that the cash register equals infinite change breaking. No, because like either. at least with the store that we worked at, we had access to all of the cash. But here, we don't have access to all of the cash. I literally only have 10s, 5s, and 1s and some change. Like, I have no access to my 20s or anything more. Yeah. 
and I only have so much money in my drawer. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't give me tens. They only give me fives and ones and change. Like, I just happen to have tens because people paid with them. And you were lucky to have those tens, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> On to the like story. <laughs> On to the story. I work at Walmart, and for whatever reason, we're lacking lots of change. Our self-checkouts are card only right now, which definitely made customers super happy. And we were completely out of nickels. So all we had to give back were quarters, dimes, pennies, and pray to God people would dig in the pockets, wallets, or purses to actually give us change once in a while. I had completely run out of change. No quarters, no nickels, no dimes, and barely any pennies. I got lucky with my last customer and they wiped me out of what I did have left and wasn't left needing more change. I let my team lead know I needed everything except pennies and I waited and I cleaned my conveyor belt. A woman came up and asked if she was, and I asked if she was paying with card or cash. She said cash, and I explained I couldn't accept cash at this moment. And before I could explain why, she picks her items up and says, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) That seems like a logical way to act. That's how I would have reacted, too. Totally logical reaction. She goes to the lane behind me and asks the cashier, who was in the middle of a conversation, and a transaction with another customer and says, are you taking cash? Is paying cash suddenly out of style? Yes, because pay with <laughs> cash is a fucking trend, lady. <laughs> is it out of style? Are we not in season for cash? What the fuck, dude? People are wild. She's confused as to why the customer is asking because under normal circumstances, registers with actual people take cash. She said yes and asked about why she was asking. The woman motions towards me. Motioning. I'm motioning. (laughs) I hate that so much when they motion. That one over there. Wave in that general vicinity. (laughs) Motions towards me and says, I was only accepting card transactions. The cashier, who's super nice and basically trained me for the register, asked why I wasn't accepting cash. (laughs) Well, I would have explained to her if she would have let me, but... (laughs) 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 I explained... I didn't have any more change at that moment, and I was waiting for the team lead who was going to be coming with more. (laughs) You're like, actually, the answer is really simple. You're just being a... (laughs) You're just being a bitch. I didn't want her to be stuck here waiting at my line because I didn't know how long it was going to take. Oh, imagine that. The cashier was trying to be nice. (laughs) Feel sorry for the cashier. 
wasted effort, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just don't even bother. <laughs> For real, though. The customer gave me a dirty look, and I got change, and... Mm. <laughs> And I got my change and rang up two other people before she even began getting checked out at the other woman's register. <laughs> I feel like that was the cashier <laughs> playing her dirty. <laughs> she said, oh, well, I'm, I'm just going to run to the bathroom real quick. I've got this hangnail. It's bothering me. Um, do you see? Do you know what phase the moon is today? Yeah, I just I don't know really think that out. Mercury oh. is in the microwave. I don't know. It's just a little weird right now. <laughs> I don't know. Mercury's in Gatorade. Fuck. <laughs> The people in front had loads of split transactions. Oh, that's what it was. The person that was in front of her had a whole bunch of multiple transactions. <laughs> you know what I call that? <laughs> karma. Karma. What a beautiful instant karma. Um, instant karma is the sexiest version of it, I'll tell you. Mm, I'll love me some instant karma. I didn't offer for her to come back, and she didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> she said, mm, I'm not buying it. You need a change, so. <laughs> so she got to wait and hopefully feel a little stupid for acting like a toddler. <laughs> hopefully, indeed. That Sometimes right they there. They not take anything in. <laughs> they don't take nothing in. They just do what they're doing. <laughs> That's my first story. What a good one, huh? That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She said, I ain't got time to wait. You can't handle cash. So. <laughs> Is cash out of style I- now? <laughs> <laughs> Last I checked, this is America. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's that's the equivalent. That's That's what she hit. <laughs> So, what is your next story, Lexi? I feel like there's a bunch of different big box varieties, but we got stuck with the same one. Because <laughs> my first one, your first one, and now my second one are all about the same place. And my second one. <laughs> <laughs> we picked a big box theme. <laughs> That's hilarious. Small Mart. <laughs> My second story is titled, Always Being Mistaken as an Employee Because of My Work Hoodie. (laughs) So, since I got my car in February, I stopped wearing my winter jacket and started wearing my work hoodie. It's an orange and yellow reflective hoodie since I work in a warehouse. And it's always cold in there during winter. Think of reflective vests, but in a hoodie form. This means any store I walk into, I'm wearing it. Every time I go to Walmart, I get asked a question or an excuse me only for people to realize that I don't work there. But since it's a Walmart I have basically spent 11 years in, I do help people since I have free time to help. (laughs) The only person I I did not help. (laughs) He's like, oh yeah, man, I helped build this one. The toilet stuff over in aisle A10. (laughs) You you got it. You'll figure it out. (laughs) 
the only person I did not help was a quote-unquote Karen who tried hitting me with her purse for being an ignorant teenager Jesus who doesn't understand how to respect an elder. Yeah. Again, with the physical assault. Why are we touching strangers? <laughs> like, violently touching. That's a violent touch. Violent touch. <laughs> it's a no-no. We don't do it's that. It's definitely a no-no. Uh, she did that to me right as the manager walked by. So I was put on a diet. This is a bit of a backstory. Um, so I was put on a diet for health reasons, and I was looking for bananas as it's one of the few fruits I can eat. There were none on the shelves, but I saw a few crates of them just slightly down an aisle. Uh, I walked over, cart with veggies for salads in hand, and started to grab some bananas. Karen taps my shoulder and demands me to stop stalking the bananas and come help her find a mini fridge. Why are they always rude right from the get? Like, why? Who, because you just, that's the type of person they want to be. They just, like, wake up and choose violence. They wake up and choose fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped what I was doing, looked at the Karen, and tell her I don't work here. But if she wants a mini fridge, walk past the registers toward the beauty area and across from it... There should be a skid on display. She then scoffs at me and says, You work here. You have a work shirt on. I just roll my eyes and repeat what I said and then add, This is my hoodie for when I am working in a warehouse. It gets cold at my job. She then says, You're lying. You're only, what, 17? Now help me out. <laughs> why Why is the it entitlement that this complete for me. stranger... Is lying, and you just fucking know that this stranger is lying. Like, you just know that they're 17. And what the fuck if they are 17 or not? Like, why does it matter how old they are? Just because they look young, they can't have a warehouse job? It's ridiculous, you know what I mean? (laughs) Okay, uh, so then I repeat that I don't work here and need to finish my shopping, and that's when she yells at me for being an ignorant teenager And how I need to learn not to lie, and then goes to hit me. Excuse me. So now we have a bit of a screen, a screenplay here. If she thinks that they are seventeen years old, why is she laying hands on them? That's a good question, isn't it? (sighs) All right. So the three characters in my play are (laughs) M for manager, A for me, and K for Karen. M says, hey, are you, or, hey, A, how are you? And I say, as you can see, dealing with crazy. And Karen says, excuse me, young lady, turns to manager. Your employee refused to help me and was disrespectful to me. Manager, well, considering I've watched A grow up since she was 14 and is now 23, I say, 24, turning 25. Oh, right, right. A is a good kid and very respectful and would help someone unless they are disrespectful and rude to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen, mouths, or mouth is hanging open like a fish, then says, But she refused to help me and told me she doesn't work here. Then she starts screaming, Look at her sweater! She works here! Manager says, Actually, she is the lead in her department at a warehouse and I am proud of her. Then he looks at me and says, want me to call the police? (laughs) Uh, And I say, if you want to and charge her with public disturbance, sure. 
Otherwise, you take crazy and help her find what she wants. I got things to do. <laughs> with that, me and M say goodbye, and I go about my shopping while M walks crazy Karen out. <laughs> like, don't don't go assaulting people. I just don't understand why people have to argue with other people about whether they work there or not. If I'm somewhere if i'm at a store and i might accidentally think that somebody works there and then they're like i don't work here and i'll be like oh shit my bad and walk off (laughs) you know i'm not gonna sit there and argue with them be like no no you definitely work here (laughs) no see i know because before i decided to go grocery shopping today i looked at your uh your staff sheet and I know exactly who works here. And you are on there. You work here. <laughs> you work here, I know. Have you seen your shirt? <laughs> Do you look at your shirts? Do you know the hoodie you're wearing? Yeah, you work here. <laughs> ridiculous. People are ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyways, what's your second story, Amy? My second story is titled, If I'm in the bathroom... Leave me alone. And if I'm off... Why is that another one that needs said? Yes. And if if I'm off the clock, leave me alone. (laughs) Two of them that really need said. (laughs) Say it with your chest. (laughs) I say that at work when I'm training new people. Like, when they're trying to, like, use the whip. They're being all dainty and stuff. I'm like, nah, nah. Shake the shit out. Say it with your chest. Come on. (laughs) Anyway, all right. I was on my 15-minute break, and I normally go to the bathroom and literally just sit there. I do my business, blow my nose, fix my hair, situate myself, and chill for bloody 15 minutes alone. I work at Walmart. I know the bathrooms are gross, but there's really nowhere else to go for 15 minutes. Eh, this this is fair. Fair. Right. I'm not going to walk around the store and get bothered every other second, which happens. And my car is parked in the back of the parking lot. So by the time I get there, I've got to come back in. That's true, because they make the employees park in the back. So they don't take up the good parking spots for the customers. I don't know... (laughs) I don't know if they still do it, but at the Walmart that I used to work at, the um, the employees could only park in parking spots that were a certain color. Like, so from the front half of the parking lot was, like, white spots, white lines, and okay. the back half of the parking lot was yellow lines. So the employees couldn't hmm. park in any of the white spots. You had to park in a yellow spot. <laughs> interesting yeah anyway the break room is also in the back of the store so by the time i get there and sit down i have to walk back up to the front the 15 minute break is honestly more inconvenient than just working through the 15 minutes anyways this is all very true this is this is this is good points Without fail, every other time I'm walking in or out of the bathroom, one of the two things that could happen happens. Either a customer stops me to let me know the bathroom is gross. I've been told by a customer to go clean up messes. I'm a cashier. 
not a janitor. That's not my job. I don't have the training. I don't have the tools to do that. And that's just flat out rude. Or a customer will stop me and ask me a job related question that could wait. Something like, (laughs) can I return XYZ without a receipt? Or do you know if self-checkout accepts cash or checks? And you see me walking into the bathroom, right? Like, why are you stopping me? (laughs) I know know you see me, see you, see me, right? You know that there's toilets in there, right? It says bathroom. (laughs) My technique is always to avoid eye contact and just bolt into one of the stalls once there's a free one. But sometimes they stand right in front of me and ask anyways. Like, dude, what the actual fuck? Can I please, for the love of God, take a piss in peace? (laughs) (laughs) Preach it. (laughs) For real. (laughs) And... No, I don't understand how the bathrooms get as gross as they do. People miss the toilets somehow and piss directly on the floor in front of it. People hover so it gets on the toilet and the others hover to avoid the toilet piss. And the cycle continues. We have seat covers for Christ's sake. Use them. Right? There are weird puddles everywhere and I hope to God it's just from the sinks. (laughs) (laughs) don't lie to yourself like that i know it's not easy for customers to tell when associates are on or off the clock because some of us just keep the vest on the entire time we're there i have things in my pockets i don't feel like putting on or, or taking it off and half the time customers don't care and they'll bother you anyway but you'd think When you see a worker in the actual bathroom, maybe customers would fuck off. (laughs) No. I've even clocked out from my break and was walking towards the exit when customers asked me to, one, help them find something, two, get off a register, and I told them I'm clocked out, can't do that, and... And they'll genuinely ask me to clock back in. (laughs) Clock back in. To do something they can wait five minutes for. Well, what am I supposed to do then? Since you won't help me. Find another associate? Yes! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dummy. (laughs) I love even seeing a group of associates with bright yellow vests like mine... And pointing over to them as if the customer can't fucking see them with their own eyes and walk ten feet. (laughs) What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? I need help. You see those five people over there wearing the exact same vests as me? They could help you. Leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) I'm on break. (laughs) I want to find the people that do this to uh, associates. And find where they work and wait until they clock out and be like, hey, I need you to do something. You want to clock back in for me? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But they'll never ask another associate that shit again. (laughs) Or just like, you know, do the same thing like your people. Like, oh, you work here. No, I know you work here. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, that's my second story. <laughs> oh, man. So quit hassling your associates. And um. let people have their <laughs> fucking breaks. <laughs> For seriously, though. <laughs> so... If that wraps up our tea time for this week, what is our theme for next week, Amy? Next week, we're doing front desk. Ooh. So if you guys got front desk stories or just hotel stories in general, like if you got some crazy, I don't know, housekeeping stories, things that you found maybe from working in hotels, because I know that you've seen it. I know, because I've seen it. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I know, because I did it too. <laughs> so, if you guys want to send us your stories, send them to confessions of retail, all the tea at gmail.com. Yeah. Or, if you want to do it like an audio recording, you can just send that to our Facebook message, yeah, messages, our Facebook messenger, and just find us on Facebook, Confessions of Retail Podcast, and just send, send us the stories, just direct message them to us. That's fine, too. Yeah. Whatever way works for you, we'll get it. <laughs> All right, so that means it's time for demographics <laughs> it is yeah so amy you ready to hear our top three countries this week yeah so still in the lead i think it'll probably always be like this because we're based in the united states but we are the reigning listeners yes out of the countries list <laughs> and then we've got canada and South Korea. Yeah, we got um we got new listeners in Canada. We got yeah, we some, do. some newfies listening to us. Hey newfies. Hey <laughs> <laughs> And our states are slowly filling back in since we're, you know, starting from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But still, number one state is North Carolina. They love us over there in North Carolina. I know. Love y'all. Thank you. Keep guys. it up. And tied for second, Indiana and Colorado. Ayo. After our top three, we've got California and Pennsylvania running close second. Or they're close runner-ups. Let me say it better. <laughs> California's third and Pennsylvania's fourth. Yeah, they are. And it's trying to say that we ain't got no listens in New Mexico, but I know that that's a lie. But if you scroll all the way to the bottom, it says that we have all of these unknowns. 37 downloads that are unknown that we don't know where they came from. <laughs> <laughs> it's from we have, the beyond we have ghost listeners <laughs> anyways so if that wraps up our demographics you ready for my quote this week I sure am my quote this week comes from Gandhi himself Gandhi himself yes 
It's, uh, strength does not come from physical capacity. It comes from an indomitable will. All right. <laughs> Nothing's impossible. Just keep at it. Yes. All right, everyone. Until next week. Pinkies out, bitches. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to find our webpage. It's confessionsofretailpodcast.com, and you'll find our blog there. We are also on Facebook. We are at Confessions of Retail, all the tea. We also have a private group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. You can find our Instagram. We are at Confessions of Retail Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at CoratPod. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And we have a TikTok. It's at C-O-N-F of Retail Podcast. Well, that was Amy. And that was Lexi. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.